What's up, everyone? This is Brian. And I'm Keish. And we're here bringing you logic versus emotion. Episode number five of the podcast. And it's hot as hell outside. What's going on? I, I don't like it. I'm not excited about it. I don't summertime. like being hot. It's summertime. I know, but I just <laughs> don't. I'm sticky. My boobs are constantly sweating. I just really, and they're not even big. And I just really am not feeling the heat index at all. I don't know what my wife is on y'all today because uh, she tripped. Um, <laughs> Summertime. Expected to be hot. Yeah, yeah. So episode five, right? Last episode, we talked about monogamy. Is it realistic? And we talked about a few other things. Sorry, I was scooting my chair up, guys. Um, so today, we're going to talk about more than just the heat. We're going to get jump right into our right quicks. Of course, a lot of you guys already know that Joe Jackson died. Um, and for those of you who don't know, that's Michael Jackson's dad. He died at the age of 89. Full of life. Long life. Long life. Long life. Um, his... I guess his life is just kind of... Um, I don't know. Like people... Some people... We don't really know how to take Joe Jackson because... Shout out Joe Jackson, bro. Basically, he beat... Mike, he beat the Jacksons into stardom. We don't know that for sure. I mean, the movie seemed like he was abusive. <laughs> Allegedly, he beat the kids. But I mean, he might have just been a normal black dad just out here just whooping his kids. So we don't get into that. That's exactly what I want to talk about today. Like, Whoop your kids. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. not. I'm not. Whoop them little so niggas, the they bad. The question that I have is, do you, you know, do you spank your children? And I'm not, in this, in this marriage and in this family, I'm not a whooper. I do not Whoop hit children. Married. No, I do not believe that it takes putting your hands on people to it get do. your point across. It do. I know that the Bible says spare the rod, spoil the child. Well, my babies are spoiled. They're 50% spoiled because apparently the other half of my marriage whoops them behind my back because I, he's talking about whoop your kids. He don't whoop our kids. Yeah, I did. I beat BJ the first four uh, don't, up you until not beat kindergarten. Don't say you beat BJ. Up Man, until he was in kindergarten, meaning you beat him from birth to kindergarten. From birth to kindergarten. No. Now he's together. He's telling me about when he got a sweet tooth when I'm trying to give him sugar. I just don't think that it's, it's worth hitting your children. It's definitely worth it. Shoot, I was beat. You wasn't beat. Man, you get beat by a dang on uh, paint stirrer, uh, tree branch, hands, uh, extension cords. Eventually, you'll get your act together. It's a fact. It's, it's undisputed fact. It's not, it's not, I don't care what anybody else's statistics are. My statistics is me and they work. Well, it's a fact. You mentioned <laughs> me not ever getting beat. And that's true. I did not get beat. And maybe that's why I always went to the dramatic. Of, that's why you bad. <laughs> you was bad. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't bad. You was a terrible team. You don't even know me like that. You don't know that about me. Why are you doing telling that? everything behind Rita's back. That's not true. That is not true. Gotta strike the fear of God in these children. I'm scared of my mom. I'm scared of my grandma, but they didn't have to beat me. I think there's different, uh, there are so many different ways that, to raise your child in a more healthy way. I'm not saying, I'm not here to say one's more right or one's more wrong. I'm saying one works. I know beatings work. I would quit using beatings though because I know how some of yeah, our, you gotta stop saying some of our listeners might work. But whooping work. So you saying that Michael Jackson wouldn't have had the life that he had if Joe Jackson hadn't whooped that ass? Yeah, it's very possible. 
They don't in the movie now. Didn't know the life, but in no, the movie, no, that's not compared to a movie. Let's just stick with allegations. But I'm just saying, though, this is the movie. Didn't it come from the Jacksons? Who knows? Well, I know. Allegedly, it seemed as if he really he kind of spanked them for no reason. This is I like I mean, I he was like know. a really strict father. Like, oh, Jackson, you're not, you're not, a, you're not. As, I don't know. know. You. I mean, you could have researched that if you knew he was gonna have that question, bro. You just told me the topic is literally 20 minutes ago. But you, I told you this yesterday, actually. I told you about Joe Jackson yesterday. Bruh, and I asked you what route we was going to go, and you said, nope, you'll just find out on the show. Well, so anyway, I know. You're supposed to have all the answers. I don't know if you had a military background. I really don't. That's a good question. All I know is in our military, you know what they do? They beat you when you don't do right. Baby, when did you go to the military? Ask anybody who's been in the military. My I'm, dad I'm was, in, uh, was in the uh, veteran. I mean, uh, at, he is a veteran, but he was in uh, Vietnam. That's I'm right. asking you what you know about I'm going based military. off experience of hearing from other people that's been in the Army. I don't think they can lay their hands on you in the yeah. Army. That sounds wrong. Man, please. That just sounds wrong <laughs> to me. I'm just not a very strict person. I feel like. Um, as far as what Joe Jack, what the Jacksons went through, we'll never truly know. We didn't live in the house. I'm Be gonna still give the man a rest in rest in peace. I'm not holding back rest yeah, in peace these days. It's weird to do that. Um, people, I mean, yeah, people are me. like, I'm not, I'm not saying rest in peace, Joe Jackson. He's not Hitler, man. Like, come on now, like he's not. Man, he whooped his kid. Okay, we uh, you you need to do it if you don't. Okay, that's just what it is. But we gotta wonder if that's why Michael Jackson was kind of. Turned out to be great. He turned out to be great, but he was socially <laughs> yeah. awkward and strange. You cannot say he wasn't. You just can't. I don't equate that to whooping, though. I'm you don't know what the reason. I'm just saying. I got whooped. You're what? I'm not socially awkward and strange, and I got whooped. Who's, who says you're not socially awkward? Everybody. I got plenty of friends. And I don't think, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you got beat like Joe. Like Man, Michael please. Got beat. Man, please. Shoot, somebody so, lied to you. Apparently, no, Patricia and <laughs> I definitely got beat. Apparently, Brian spanks our kids behind my back. Only when they bad, but they ain't but bad no like more. But it's been like one or two years. That's what I'm saying. They so, ain't bad no more because we don't we don't beat them enough to where they know what to do. I can't lie. I have been around children mainly in in. Oh, I'm trying to think of a, a specific time where. Yeah, there have been times where I've just thought, "Wait, man, we, we can be, we can talk about our first. Remember our first interaction." Days. What? When me, you, and Riley was at the mall, Riley needed her ass beat that day. She didn't get it beat. Yeah, that's because I had to pick her up by the dang on legs and just walk out the mall. Riley's spoiled. and Yeah, she was at the ripe age of five because her mama didn't beat her ages three through five. That was my baby. I'm sorry. I just can't. I just don't. That's my baby. Yeah, I know. I'm not hitting my baby. I am. There are some times <laughs> when... No, you're not. There are some times when I... Like growing up, there are sometimes when I regret not hitting her because she's got a really smart mouth. But mm -hmm. need to be popped in it every now and then, just like her mama. Well, neither one of my babies. I, I've never laid a hand on BJ. I did hit with BJ with a comb before, but yeah, I, I called you afterwards. and told you to whoop him. Make sure yeah. you whoop him. Yeah, he, he be he, acting up because I know how I was, and he gonna be worse than I'm me. I'm a yeller, and I'm even I'm even trying to not do that either because I just want. Effective yeah, communication. No point, you don't need all that yelling. They're both old enough to understand exactly. right from wrong. Give them I don't, a whoop and then talk to them. I don't need to whoop you. You know when you done wrong. <laughs> no, and you know you're going to be on okay. punishment. I'm a, I'm going to punish. I'm a punishment kind you of person. You're that parent to take away juice. 
I've never taken away juice. Punishment Don't tell people them people this you lie. You gonna have water tonight instead of Kool Aid with your dinner. That's the type of parents you are. So you bougie man. We should have stayed in the hood, y'all. No, in the hood, <laughs> I was the same way. My wife is bougie. Whatever. So anyway, bad and bougie. <laughs> rest, in, <laughs> rest in peace to Joe Jackson. Let that man have his rest in peace. I was about to say let that man live, but nope, that's <laughs> so not um, he's 89, lived a full life. Now he's up, possibly up in heaven with Michael Jackson making his life. Uh, making sure he's... <laughs> living here. <huh? laughs> making sure he's staying in line. He's staying in line. All right. So for the next... Before we move on, though, whoop oh. your kids, y'all. Whoop your kids. Don't... If they deserve it. You'll know when they deserve it. When they make you so mad and it's just But like... that's the problem. Don't ever whoop your kids angry. If you're going to whoop your kids, don't whoop them when you mad. Because that... You... That's not even fair. Like, take a moment, take a breather, take some time, and go. Then go whoop your kids if that's what you choose to do. Don't whoop them angry because you you might hurt them and badly. And that's not the point. You just want to prove. I guess what is the point of whooping? What point do you want to prove? Prove that you shouldn't be doing what the hell you just did to deserve this whooping. To cause them pain. Yeah. <laughs> Pain is a good reminder to not keep doing the dumb stuff that made me inflict this pain on you. It's it's very easy. It's very common sense. It's not a big uh, hoopla. It's no uh, charade you got to go through. Uh, do this. It equals this. What age yeah. did you start getting whooping? Man, I can't. Man, hold on. First of all, we lived on Sycamore Groves from... I just need to know the age. I, I got to think. I was born in 85. We lived on Sycamore Groves because we moved to Myrtle in 92. So it was before then. So I was younger than seven. Okay. I literally was going outside, getting uh, switches off of trees and, and coming in and getting whooped by them same switches. So you were younger than seven. Yeah. How old were you when you changed the, the church password to shit? That was probably 10, but that was a different So you woman. didn't learn a lesson. So no, all, the whoopings, all the whoopings. I never changed another password and shit after 10. All the whoopings <laughs> you got for, what was it, seven? To, you still, no matter how bad you got beat, you still walked in that church house and changed the church yeah, pass, I did different the church stuff. computer password the same to dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did so different, I don't think it I worked. I did different dumb stuff. I don't think it worked. And I still don't think you're very disciplined now. You a lie. No, I just don't. I just don't see it. Where am I not disciplined at? Um, you drink, you're drinking straight from the apple juice bottle that has more than three cups of apple juice left in there. What's wrong with that? Because I'm you're not the only person off. live here. You're not the only person live here. But I'm gonna finish it off. And it's and but it's, why? That's not a bad thing. Me why? changing the computer password inside a church to shit is a bad thing. Me drinking apple juice that I dang bought anyway ain't a bad thing. You didn't buy it. That's well, for somebody the house. Bought it. That's for the house. Well, you this is my portion that I'm having. See, You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, don't whoop your kids. The emotional, the my, whoop your kids. To all my emotional, <laughs> whoop your kids. My emotional tribe, you feel me? Don't whoop your kids. The logical hashtag logic versus emotion. Hashtag whoop your kids. If you whoop your kids, do hashtag logic versus emotion with a black hand. <laughs> the black hand emoji. <laughs> if you don't whoop your kids, put a blue heart. No, you know, if you don't whoop your kids, put an emoji of apple juice. Because that's what you're taking away from your kids. Shut like up. They don't have no emoji, apple juice emoji. Put an apple emoji. Okay. So, moving forward. Don't move the kids. <laughs> Power, season five is back, and I still hate Angela. 
I just can't stand her. She's a trout. She's a gutter snipe. I low-key forgot that she was even on the show. Get her. So (laughs) they could have killed Angela last season. They didn't have to kill Raina. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing her face. I was watching the Breakfast the other day, and they had Tommy and uh, Tasha on there. I forgot Angela was even on on the show, to be honest with you. All right. So Power is a show that a lot of people are addicted to. It comes on Stars. It's in its fifth season. It's coming on. It's the. It's premiering Sunday at eight o'clock central. I think eight or nine. If you have, is it stars? Yeah, stars. You should check it out. We're not gonna go through all the the stuff, but it's got it's some really superb that, acting, that, uh, and it's a great storyline, and we love it. And it's coming back Sunday. And I hate Angela. Angela is the side piece, so y'all know I'm not rolling with that. Okay, <laughs> just not gonna do it. I don't like her. I wish they'd kill her off the show. Yeah, yeah, it's just a show. She's not gonna die in real life, Brian. Chill. That is her. What's so, <laughs> so what are your show predictions? What do you think is gonna happen? We know Raina died. Raina died. I don't think anybody major is gonna die again this season because one, they've already been greenlit for the sixth season, and Fifty's on record saying that he wants it to go seven seasons. So I think this is gonna be like. Or I take that back. Oh, buddy, that's trying to become big in the city that was directly Dre. under, yeah, Dre that was under, Caden um, that was under Ghost. Uh-huh. Uh He might die this season. He can die too. He definitely can get it because he's yeah he out there. But apparently, Kanan, Tommy, and Ghost are all going to be yeah they're going to be teaming up together on the same team. So it's but it's different because th- that brings in the my question is is the saying. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Is my friend. I don't think so. I can't. I don't. Hey, just because you don't but like they my was enemy. All, they was all friends before. That's the crazy thing. So I can't trust it. I just can't trust it. They definitely. Everybody's going to be doing something behind somebody else's back. We know that by season five already. We know that everybody's going to be doing something behind each other's back. I just want to know uh, when Ghost going to find out about Tasha and the lawyer because they out there wilding. Is Ghost and Tasha going to ever figure out their lives? Because there's no way Ghost can go back to Angela. I hope not, at least. Is Tommy and Lala still going to be about that life? Lala don't seem like she anywhere near about being about that life, so probably not. And then, who going to die, bro? Well, my question to you is, back to what I was saying, you went on a little tangent. Um, Can you, would you be able to team up with somebody that's your enemy to fight yet another enemy of yours? Would you be able to do that? Or would you just be like, nah, I'm good on both. I'm good on that. If it came down worse to worse, yeah. If if it both made out, like if we had to cause a little truce for right now to basically get somebody else that's trying to basically come after both of us. Yeah, it makes sense to come together and then reconvene or whatever you want to call it in terms of going back to hating each other afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Would you? Interesting. Um, no, probably not. It just makes sense in my opinion. I know there's power in numbers, but I guess on my smaller scale of enemies, which I have zero, but on my smaller scale, none of them would be trying. smaller scale when you got the smallest scale? (laughs) None of them would be trying to like kill me. So it'd be like, oh, she don't like her either. Okay. I still don't like her either. That that makes two of us that don't like her, but I'm still not going to rock with you either. That's just me. I'm just not. I just. I'm just solo dolo. I don't need nobody to help me take nobody else down. I'll take them both down. No problems. Next time. Night night. Night night. Next time. Night night. That's what we're talking about right now. 
I don't need nobody else. I got me. Brian needs Brian needs a team of people to take down his one enemy. That's fine. We I'm I'm the tough one in the in the uh, relationship. Next topic. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be a good show. Um, I hope. They already talking about it on Twitter. Stephen A. Smith said he was a dang on Broadway City Hall or what is what's the uh famous hall that's up there in New York. I have no idea. Um, dang, I can't think of it. But uh. It's where the MTV Music Awards always is. Baby, I don't know. I don't watch that. Music City Hall. That's what it is. Uh, and he saw the dang on season premiere just like an hour ago. He tweeted it and said, definitely tune in. Can't wait uh, for everybody to see it on Sunday. So I'm I'm hyped. I'm ready. I think they're going to start with Raina's funeral because they didn't do that last season, they did they? Yeah, last Yeah, that was the end of the thing. And Tyreek. Oh, that my God. Not, that nigga Tyreek can get so far off the show. Tyreek. Why is he bad in every role he does? <laughs> That nigga just a badass kid. He need to be whooped too. <laughs> you saw when he tried to whoop him dang on, he put his hand up to dang on Tasha. Caught her hand when she was trying to hit him upside his head. Tariq is just bad. bad You're, right. You're right. But he can't go. They they killed Raina. No, he can go too. Because he's a snitch. They already lost what? the they already <laughs> lost the child. Ain't no point in killing They got them. a baby. What? Don't they got twins? Nah, just a young baby. I thought it was two kids in the first two. Maybe not. Huh. They were supposed to be twins. Tariq and... Uh, oh, that's what it is. Tariq and Raina are twins. Raina. I knew it was twins. I knew it was but Tariq twins. is gross spurt. <laughs> I know. And they had to kill Raina off. They said, you ain't growing fast enough. That's and you don't look like this for the dude. Kids. That show is over, baby. Blackish is not oh, coming season? back. Is that a season I feel, like I feel like it's done. I feel like it's done. Just, I feel like... You just answer me your nonsense again. No. <laughs> back, back on topic of power. Yeah, check it out. I do feel like Blackish is done though, but that's another topic. So, the next thing I want to talk about is a little more serious. Um, today, well, not today. I think it was yesterday. So, you know, Terry Crews got sexually harassed, right? I heard the story that he did when he was younger or something like that. No, nah, he was, I don't or think one, he was, he was young. in Hollywood or yeah, something. Yeah, he was like in that. Hollywood. Yeah. Um, was it a gay sexual harassment or a woman? Tell me what what, what would make it any different. I don't know. I'm just curious. I don't know. I'm just asking for clarification, really. Oh, it was a man. It was a man that uh, touched him in his genitals, in his genitalia. So I'm going to play a clip from the interview. Hopefully you guys can hear it um, of what he said. Turn it up. Held back. Why weren't you? You're a big, powerful man. Why didn't you? Senator, as a black man in America. Say it as it is. I think it's important. You only have a few shots at success. You only have a few chances to make yourself a viable member of the community. I'm from Flint, Michigan. I have seen many, many young black men who were provoked into violence and they were in prison and then, or they were killed and they're not here. My wife for years prepared me she said, if you ever get goaded, if you ever get prodded, if you ever have anyone try to 
try to push you into any kind of situation, don't do it. Don't be violent. So, a Hollywood exec, exec, um, they were at a party and a Hollywood exec came up to Terry Crews and held his balls. <laughs> so, so why? Why? It's not funny. It is funny the way you just stated it like that. But first of all, First of all, let me know. Is that it? That's all that happened? Yeah, the question that she asked him was, why wouldn't a man of his muscle just wallop any predator? The actor wanted to fight him to strike back. Why do you need to fight somebody? I mean... I mean, I guess when someone touches your penis, do you just walk away from it? If a dude... If, a, if we're at a party and a dude touches your penis, a white dude... I mean, I'm not just going to wail off on the guy, but I might push him and be like, hey, man, what's up with you? Or something. But like... <laughs> Why? Whoa, whoa, you over there perfect on the, on the podcast? <laughs> but I don't see why. Like, everybody made it seem like everything I was reading, made, folks made it seem like he got slapped in the face and then was raped and then got slapped in the face again. They talking about, uh, it's okay for self-defense. He grabbed his balls. He didn't he threaten his life. But I guess, but I mean, the thing is, Terry Crews, uh, for those of you who don't know, he was he played on White Girls. Make my way downtown. He played on uh, Brooklyn. He, he stars in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's got he's had a show on uh, BET, I think, that talks about his family. He's a really good guy. He's really funny, and he's big. He played on Friday. Yeah, he's big. And so I guess the assumption is, you grab a big black dude's balls, he's going to punch you in the face. Like, why didn't you defend yourself right then and there at that point? Is the question. And the way he answered it was really interesting to me because I even find myself in a lot of situations where I. People are grabbing you by the balls? No, 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 no. <laughs> but things that would normally offend me, I don't let them. Like, I just, I just, because I don't want to be labeled like typical angry black woman or um, she's sassy or something like that. I just rather just leave it alone because, as he said, you. We people are already making snap judgments and they just want you to act the way they baiting you basically. So it's, un, it's unhealthy to walk away from things like that because you hold in a lot. But is it unhealthy though? Like I just rather not even like but I mean his reasoning was smart in terms of what he did. Like it's not it wouldn't have helped him any better get over it if he would have kicked in his ass. Like <laughs> it's he walked away from the situation. I mean, what? And then. I think it's a good thing. But then you have pe people like 50 Cent who was making fun of him, basically. I don't know what 50 Cent said. And that's why I said, like, everybody that was on Twitter talking about self-defense, I think y'all just taking it too far. First of all, I. OK, let me let me put yourself and, in. Let me try and get just go straight down the middle here. There's le there's obviously levels to sexual harassment. A dude got his grab his balls grabbed by a man. That's sexual harassment. Yes, it's different than even if we'll keep it in the same rows. But say a woman does all that and she gets half naked or something like that, or or drops to her knees on, in front of in front of the man or something like that. Like that's that's crazier than just another male grabbing another male's balls. Like I don't get why at that point. He's got to just kick. I don't get. I, that's that's troublesome to me that you just got kick up somebody's ass for that. 
<laughs> like, that don't make no sense to me. Like if the roles was reversed and it was like a man heavy groping a woman, yeah, you, you might have to kick kick his ass or at least punch him or something to get him off of. Uh as two men, like you can just walk away and be like, hey, what's wrong with this dude? You know, and then talk about that, like, hey man, you know that crazy dude over there, you grab me in the balls. So, okay, okay. So, I'm gonna read something. It says, At first, he thought it was a joke. Then, Venet walked over, reached out, and squeezes my genitals while sticking his tongue out. Cruz told Strahan. Venet allegedly jumped back and then tried to grab him again, but Cruz slapped his hand away. He said, I felt nothing but rage. He wanted to hurt Venet to punch a hole in his head. But he restrained himself after remembering something his wife, Rebecca King Cruz, had told him years earlier. She said, Terry, you can never handle any situation like this with violence. You are a target. And that's the thing. Like, I personally, I think he handled it well. But as mas as masculine as they make black men, black boys, honestly, um, I know that coming out and saying that that happened must have had to be hard for him because we... Black men always feel like they need to be ultra mannish or ultra masculine, masculine. When sometimes you do just need to chill and take a moment and be like, okay, what is going on right now? It doesn't make him any less of a man, in my opinion. And he's, I mean, if I feel like he's not being taken seriously because if it was a woman, this person would have been fired by now. But he's what's it? Well, I guess let me ask this: what's his, what's his, what's his his, not game, but what's he what's he looking for? What did he say he was depressed over this for years or something? Or did no, this it was, bother him? Or yeah, did, it must have bothered him. Um, he was sexually harassed. He was he felt like a man in a higher position abused him, just like Harvey Harvey. So Winger, this person was like Winger. an executive or something for Hollywood. I'm assuming. I'm thinking so. I'm kind of just going over the article right now. And this was maybe like a role he was trying to get or something, and so somebody wanted something from him, I guess. No, I'm not going to say that. Um, I don't think it was a role he was trying to get. He was a talent agent, and he groped his genitals at a Hollywood party. That's what happened. This is probably my just lack of the whole night. And he didn't say anything because he didn't want to be ostracized. So he was looking for a talent agent and some talent agent. I didn't say that. I said he a talent agent groped his genitals at a Hollywood party. That's all I said. I don't know that he was looking for Man, Hollywood is so wild, but I'm not in Hollywood, of course. You just hear the stories, but you never know. Shoot. What you mean you never know? Man, who... Who, Are you saying he asked for it? No, I'm not saying... He was dressed a certain way? No, I'm not saying he asked for it, but what comedian was it uh, I was talking about? Was that Cat Williams? When he said he walked into a room, he said, is that Diddy? Or something. What, what comedian was that? I have no idea. Oh, man, I got to find that thing on. It was some stand-up, and, and basically he was going around talking about just crazy stuff that happens in Hollywood. I feel like it so was So you think weird. just getting your genitals grabbed and... No, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying... No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Hollywood you think that that's a Hollywood lifestyle. Be. You never know what they do. Well, he, that still doesn't mean he can't be offended by it. No, I'm not saying he can't be. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. I'm wondering. You said, why did he talk about it? He, because he I'm was saying, offended. I'm saying, is he bringing it up because he wants people to be okay that he didn't just lash out on the guy? Or did he actually feel, you know, like a, like a woman would feel being groped by a man type deep? I think he felt like a woman would feel. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not if gay. If he felt like a woman would feel, then yeah, he should have beat his ass. Then. Here's the thing. I'm not gay. Uh, if a girl came up to me 
and patted me on the vagina, I'd be like, hey, man, what the hell? Like, that's not cool. You can't just pat me on my vagina. That's exactly. that's but and you, you ain't probably gonna wanna wail shirt. off on her. I might slap face. her in her face. You come pat me in my vagina looking like young MA, young Ma. Hey man, I'm not there's nothing wrong with <laughs> gay, you know, I like that's all good. But whether you a man or a, a woman, this is my body and you can't touch it. And I get it's that. disrespectful. <laughs> I can't agree there. So you can't say, I mean, him speaking out about it, whether it's it's still sexual harassment and it still could have made him feel away. Now if you were in the position and you were in Hollywood and an agent did that to you, you wouldn't say nothing. No, I would have said something. That's what I'm saying. Like at I that would, moment, in that yeah. moment, yeah, yeah, I would have just said it right there and there. Like, hey man, what the hell's wrong with you? You just touched my balls, man. But then him <laughs> throwing in the the not throwing in, but mentioning how it is to be black in Hollywood and how he didn't want to, you know, be provoked or he didn't want to look, um, like the angry black guy. Yeah. I get that. I definitely agree there. So I think that's part of the reason why he didn't lash out and do and, and say anything right there in that moment. I guess I guess you in a room full of white people. My thing is what what and what one he grabs did, your dick and balls, you like, is this what white people do? Like I am not this ain't yeah. my kind of party. I need to leave. I'm not even gonna make a scene. I just got to back up out of here. So I guess maybe because you read the thing, did he not do anything? He just sat there, or did he say? Did he say something to the guy? He slapped his hand away. I think. Yeah. So I mean, what? I'm I'm confused on what. Like bad interactions can't happen in life. This is just how you handle them and move forward. He slapped his hand away, and now that's why I'm confused. Now he's coming out about it. I mean, I guess I don't know. He said this whole thing with Harvey Weinstein. Is giving Weinstein is giving me PTSD. Why? Because this kind of thing happened to disorder. me. Ain't that PTSD? He said, "Why? Because this kind of thing happened to me." So that triggered something. When all those women came out, talk about Harvey was having him watch him take showers and all this stuff about Frank Underwood guy. What's his name? Kevin Spacey sexually harassing eight-year-old boys. That might have triggered something in Terry Crews. Like, you know what? That wasn't, that, did, that wasn't right. And I did I did just internalize that and I think I should talk about it. And I mean, everybody's got that. their own battles and struggles. To me, and this is just me, me getting grabbed in the balls by a random guy is way different than the same guy saying, hey, go take this shower and watch me, let me watch you just be naked. Like That's more wild in my mind than you just and a party for whatever reason, your crazy self decides to touch me in the balls. I'm gonna be like, hey man, what the hell is wrong with you? Get away from me. And he was licking his tongue out at you and you Yeah, that's that's wild as hell in you my mind. Square him, pop, but punch I would, him in his face. I don't know. I, like I said, I might push him. I don't know what I would have did in the moment. I probably would have had some type of reaction, but it would have been more along the lines of this nigga tripping versus if you asked me to take a shower, butt ass naked, and you just sitting there watching me while you playing with yourself. Nah, nigga, that's some freaky kind of crazy. That's different. I know, but that's still sexual harassment. Both are sexual. That's what I'm saying. Both, no matter, they're both on the. They're both. In the I know, so that's what I'm saying. Like that, the latter would give me more type of so, PTSD than what I would just deem as a crazy situation in party. Girls get groped in parties all the time, just walking through the club. But we don't hear about all the hundreds of thousands of women going to parties having PTSD. But whenever you go through a club and a dick sliding across the butt because there's just so many people in there, that's basically sexual harassment. Have you been sexually harassed in that way? 
Uh, by women, yeah, no, probably so. By, by men, <laughs> has a dick slid across your butt? No, no. So you don't know how you would. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't know how you would behave. I'm just saying, it's basically the same thing at that level. It's it, like that's too. Minuscule. You can't tell this I'm man. Not, that, I'm not saying that I can that, tell him that's what it is, not, but it that, is that's, minuscule. <laughs> not to him. I'm Maybe he doesn't. That. He don't like mm-hmm. random men touching his dick. No man does. But I'm just saying, like, I think it will warrant a, a, a more more reaction. That's, that's a one-off situation versus someone uh, trying to get butt naked or like uh, trying to play with your booty or something like that. Like those are two different, in my opinion. Both of them is wild, and both of them sexual harassment. But the difference is, a rant in a party, somebody grab you, grab your balls. Hey man, what the hell's wrong with you? Go the hell over there with that. Sh-. Versus. Uh, here's my card. Uh, I want to see you butt naked in the shower. Make that happen in an hour. Nigga, what? So are you thinking that he shouldn't have said anything? No, I'm not understanding why he said something because it, to me, <laughs> it's like it's, first of all, it's, it's happening so It's time to expose the these men. <laughs> oh, this is, a, is this what this, this is? This is the time. <laughs> that That's, he said, you know what? I'm going to step out. I'm going to expose the man that said you harassed me. I don't get I, I don't get the reason about it. I'm not, I'm not knocking him for doing it. I just don't get the reasoning behind it. It's like he had PTSD. Some man, some white man, took came up to him and grabbed his dick and balls. I don't know why that's so hard for you to understand. God, that's like to me. That's like white, black, otherwise. Hold if on. someone comes up here and grab your dick and balls, hold on. What if? What if you're just you and you in the office at, at work, and one of the dental hygienists or dental assistants is bending over grabbing something, and they look back at you while they're doing it. And just start shaking their ass. <laughs> that could be sexual harassment. And yet you probably gonna bust out laughing. Because it's like it's it's different levels. Let's not act like it ain't. It's different levels. It of depends on where I'm at in my life. No, it don't matter. It ain't gonna draw no PTSD. Now, if a, if if somebody I work with, if a dental if a dental assistant or somebody came up to me and I'm at work, you know what I'm saying? I'm just getting my work on, came up to me and Cuffed my vagina. <laughs> I was like, oh, what the hell? Oh, what the hell? What's wrong with you? What's wrong? What's going on? Look at you. You laughing about it, just thinking about it right now. Because that's weird. Exactly. That's it's weird. weird at a party to get your balls grabbed by another man. And I would talk about it. I would say, you know what? Um, well, it'd be, it's just a weird one You know what, thing. Dr. Eddie, uh, such and such grabbed my vagina. And, um, <laughs> and the shit was weird. But I kind of like it. No, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I need a mental health day. Oh, God, here you, go. <laughs> you know what, Terry Crews? Terry Crews, speak your truth. You know what I'm saying? Speak if, your truth. I just want to know why you're speaking. Because because it offended him. It gave him post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> now, every time somebody comes towards him, he thinks they're about to grab his penis. You know, I don't know. You know what he should have PTSD about? That day scene in the movie where Cat William grabbed that nigga's real live balls with some pliers. He should have some PTSD over that shit. That's what he should He was have. a character. He was Damon, okay? Yeah. It wasn't Terry Crews. He, he knew how Damon. to play that role well from real life experiences. <laughs> I bet you he was thinking about that right there and saying, ah! Y'all need to respect Terry Crews and his sexual harassment allegations and respect the fact that he didn't want to act out and just, just be... I'm just, fine with him not acting out. I'm just cool let... Men, men can get sexually harassed and speak out about it. Men oh, yeah. can be sure a part can. of the Me Too movement Welcome on. Welcome in. Have it a little bit tougher than that, bro. You're showing your panty colors. How can you say that? I didn't say that. Cut that off the podcast. <laughs> I'm doing that. No, because you are horrible. Okay. 
So that's all for our right quicks. Um, unless you had more to say, did you? Okay. So we're going to jump right into the shop talk, our relationship topics. And this is going to be something personal to the Kennedys because we are going through a transition right now. No, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> and no, Brian, well, that Brian wasn't caught cheating with a Mexican woman. Um, Brian, the- what transition are we going through right now? Uh, so right now I'm coming up on the last days of working for DST. Um, if you are in the Kansas City area, you know, DST laid off a bunch of people Tuesday. And some of those people were deferred layoffs, which is what myself is falling under that category. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> so my <laughs> last day at DST will be October 31st, fitting that it's Halloween, I guess. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so that just inspired us to talk about how do relationships handle either major things that may happen in their relationship, life-changing events, life-altering events, stuff like that, Um, just based on what's currently happening in our lives. I think this is the first major event that we've had since we've been married. Yeah, probably other than buying our house probably was our biggest other event. Oh, yeah, that was was a happy time. This isn't isn't a a sad time. It's just kind of like, okay, we in the mode of, What's the next steps? What are we going to do next? Um, But I think that this is nothing, something that we never really planned for. Um, We do. We did buy a house two years ago. Was this two years old? Three in December. Built from the ground up. Very proud of our achievement. We got a whole mortgage to pay. We got bills. We got kids. But at the same time, I feel like this. For for some marriages, this might be like, oh my god, oh my god, what are we gonna do? It might, it might even, you know, break some people. But I feel like it's a chance for us to get stronger. I know when I first heard the news, I was at work and Brian was texting me, and he was just like, you know, they just fired my manager, mm-hmm. and then he texted me again and said they fired the person that sits next, sits next to me or something like that, mm-hmm. and then he texted me again and said, oh, they calling my name, I'm up, and right in that moment. My heart dropped, but knowing my husband and knowing how resilient he is, I really wasn't worried. Um, Brian has always been a provider since the very first time I we even started dating. He's just always been a provider. Um, but then I got the call or I told him to call me and he called me back and was telling me about how he's not actually going to get his actual day is October 31st. He has to wait 90 days. Um and then they're going to lay him off, which is kind of leaves us a little bit in limbo because you can't look for a job and then get the job and say, oh, actually, you got to wait 90 days. But honestly, in this situation, I can't say that I'm worried. I do want to be strong in because you're usually the strong one. So for me now, the roles are reversed because I'm like, OK, I can't tell him that I'm worried. I can't really I just. Got to continue to stay my same way and stay stay who I am, not constantly asking if everything's okay or whatever. But it's definitely a change in roles for me because I am a worry wart, like constantly. And I don't want to pile my worries on top of you. Yeah, so I mean, how how would you say, so this is basically what you're saying is, is a new transition for you in, in terms of doing something different than what you usually would? Yes, it is very, because like, you you always have the answers. So I ain't got the answer, Swipe. You don't have the answers. <laughs> so now 
I mean, you're working towards something. I know you have a plan in place. So I just have to let you, I just have to trust you like I've been doing and stay off your back a little bit and back up with my concerns and let you do what you're supposed to do, do what you're planning to do. So that's what's different for me. It's like when you texted me, I actually texted Whitney, which is Brian's best friend, like, dude. And I told, I kind of just vented to her. And what did y'all talk about? (laughs) (laughs) I only talked about just things I didn't tell you. Why are you holding stuff from me? I'm not, I just don't want you to, I don't want you, I don't want my concerns to pile on top of your concerns. So basically, just the encouragement that you would usually give me. I got from her like, oh, y'all going to be okay. Brian's this, Brian's that. It's going to work out. Don't worry about health insurance and all because you carry all that. And I just didn't want to. I've been into her because I feel like that was a safe place. And I know that she loves us both. And I know that she's as close to you personality wise as I'm going to be able to get (laughs) in my down moments. So talking to her was similar to talking to you. Not exactly. But it was similar to talking to you, so she just encouraged me through that first moment of shock. Like, I haven't shed a tear about it or anything like that, and you know I'm emotional. You are emotional. And I just trust you. Yeah, from my standpoint, I mean, of course, like Keisha said, so recently, just kind of as a backdrop, I guess, recently I've been kind of wanting to transition out of my current role and go into something different because I'm a coder basically so I'm a software developer Uh, but I do an old coding software language and I wanted to do something more current which would provide hopefully more opportunity so I've been learning Java here recently uh, plan to get certified in that so that's basically the plan and hopefully then land a job as a Java developer Uh, so that kind of just got pushed up a lot more uh, faster I guess if you will but just in terms of myself and kind of how I am, when life-altering things happen to me, I'm trying to think just in terms of another one to have. I guess my other one would be uh, when BJ. BJ was born. I just I just go into action mode. I've, I've never been that person to, I guess, communicate plans. I just and that's what I love about you. Like, and that's why I won't constantly ask you because you know I'm, I'm always thinking, asking you, like, so what are we gonna do? This is my plan. This is what I want to do. But I know that you're not like that. I know yeah, you're not somebody that's going to, you're a doer. Yeah, you're just going to do it. So I'm just do it. So that's what I said. Basically, like when it came around and it was happening, I was worried more about the other people on my team and then my manager. Don't take it off. I'm drinking the apple juice there. Goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> the other people that was on my team and my manager, even though they had more time and was probably getting a way better severance package than what I'd be getting. Uh, <laughs> I was just worried about that because you never know what other people can handle in terms of like what they can take and what stresses they can have versus not having stuff like that. Cause they got the same things that I do, but it's just, it's a confidence. And I've talked about this in other episodes. It's a confidence I have in myself that probably was just instilled in me or whatever. From was. those whoopings. Oh yeah, definitely from the whoopings. You are the uh, head and not the tail. I'm the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. Glory. Hey, Patricia. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I mean that's just that's just part of me. It is it is me. I'm not gonna sit around and mope and all that stuff for myself. So when I seen uh, my teammate, it was two teammates. One sits right next to me. The one is actually just adjacent of me on the other side of the table. 
they both got the knock and the uh, manager came, basically told him to grab all their stuff. And the one that sits right next to me, he's turned, just turned to me and said, well, it's been a pleasure working with you. And I was like, man. Then the other one that sits kind of adjacent to me, he kind of stood up and gave me like a head nod and a little salute type deal. Then when once I seen them walk away, I kind of just sat there for a second because I kind of got emotional just thinking about them knowing that they had families. And y'all know I'm not the most emotional guy, but I literally kind of had to take some deep breaths just like it wasn't a, a deep breath of worry for myself, like literally throughout this whole phase, because we kind of knew some layoffs was coming because DST was just bought out. So literally, people might have been thinking I was joking, but I was serious. I was going around telling folks, listen here, just make sure the check is big enough. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all I'm real like worried about. Make sure the check is big enough on my way outside the door. And so literally when I seen them, that's when kind of just some emotions came. I was like, dang, they're not going to be here no more. They got to go home and tell their families this this bad news. Who knows what's going to hold in the future for them. And then, so I had to sit there probably with about 20, 25 minutes just thinking about all this stuff. And I was talking to Whitney, of course, kind of just venting and, and telling her about my emotions. And then after that, I'm getting through all that or whatever, after a few deep breaths, that's when the same manager came around and, and got me. And, I, and when she walked up to me, and I was like, I literally turned to her and I said, is it my turn? And then, like I said, her with a smile on her face. And she was like, yeah. But she said, but you can leave your stuff here. So when she said that, I was a little weird. I mean, it was a little weird because everybody else was getting all their stuff and going. So when she told me to leave, that's when I went in there and found out that I was on the deferred layoff. So basically, I still had a job until October 31st. And I'm so thankful for that. Not that any, not that it would have changed the way that he handled the situation, but I feel like it gives us it gives us some more time. Room. Yeah, it's some breathing room. It gives us more time. It gives him time to finish his Java classes. It gives me time to start my uh, real estate class, or you know, which we haven't talked about in the show. I'm not leaving the practice. I'm just <laughs> just getting a little side hustle. That's you know who that's for. Got um, Addie. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Addie. So I just you guys just at this point. We ain't arguing. We're not worried about money. I'm still spending. No, I'm not. I'm actually, you know what? The next time we meet, I feel like we're going to talk about fight because that's what I want to talk about anyway was uh, finances and how married couples, how, how we particularly do our finances, how we split them up, credit cards, all that kind of stuff. But it's crazy that this happened because maybe a week before I was on the way to work uh, texting Brian like, okay, this is what we need to do with the money. We need to start putting this here and this here and blah, 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 and just getting ready for our vacation, basically, that we're taking. So for this to have happened while I'm in that same money mindset, because y'all, I just like to spend, 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 money burns holes in my pockets. But now... Bruh, somebody explain to me why my wife wants to get something from every damn gas station she goes to. I am a foodie and I like to snack, but I haven't been snacking. I've been doing great. No, yes. No, it was a $6 charge at Quick Trip that I know wasn't gas. Well, listen, I am, God ain't through with me yet. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I feel like, um, now you may figure out I was, but I'm, oh yeah, I'm trying to change my spending habits. I know that this is going to be a change. I know that I don't really know what to expect in the future. I know that me and Brian, and you can put this on wax, we yeah. are solid as a rock and we're as good as we're going to be. 
We always accept prayers. And if you, I, you know, you, we not going to start no GoFundMe or nothing, but if you want to hit the cash app, that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> get all, get, give a, drop off some apple juice. Brian seems to love apple juice. All that's fine. But so y'all, this is our first major, I won't even say negative, but change besides buying the house, which was an awesome thing. Um, this is our first major situation we got to go through together basically like i said it's the same to me as when i was having my first kid it just literally once that news came because when i was when i had bj shoot i wasn't working i was chilling i left t-mobile was sitting on a little few dollars and just living my best life (laughs) i was doing no pharmaceutical sales every now and then (laughs) but that's neither here nor there (laughs) <laughs> but like I said, at that point, once you get that news, is about what you do after that really that matters. And that's when it's going to action mode. You got to get your life together. And and I'm thankful for what DST's done for me in the eight years that I've been there. I don't want to seem like I'm harping on them. I, this stuff happens. Now you, he, you really haven't said anything negative about them at yeah, all. No, they is... gave me opportunity. Listen, I'm a high school graduate. With some college, okay? He's a college <laughs> and dropout. I'm a software engineer out here with plenty of experience and definitely bright enough to learn anything that's out there. So at that point, I'm thankful for everything that they did to me, did for me. And so I just got to basically apply myself again and do something else. It's that time. That's just what life is. I agree. And you got and, and it's, you just have to roll with the punches, basically. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I'm excited and I'm nervous, but... I'm, I'm more excited than I am nervous because I know that he's going to be, Brian's going to be able to, um, whatever he gets into, whatever he works I hard do, for I it. Do. That's basically what it comes down to. There's that's no, true. Nothing, nothing that's going to hold me back other than myself. That's kind of just how I feel like in terms of confidence. I don't want it to make it seem like it's coming off cockiness or nothing like that, but eventually you just got to believe in yourself at the end of the day and whatever it is that you want to do, go do it. Got to. That's the most important thing here. Yeah. Well, that wraps up another show. I wanted to play us out with something. <laughs> oh, God. Just play the regular outro and get <laughs> us out of here. Hey, uh, don't forget to rate uh, the podcast. Uh, listen through Google Podcasts, new app that they got. You don't have to listen through Google Play, but you still can do that as well. Also on iTunes, rate and leave us a comment. We need to actually read those because there's probably been some new ones since. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That helps can. us. That helps us. Yeah, it helps. Take the time to do that, please. Uh, leave us some comments. Tell us what y'all think. Don't forget, hit us up on the Twitter. We've had a couple people hitting us up already. Shout out to all y'all. Logic vs. Emo, E-M-O pod, P-O-D, uh, is the Twitter. And then, like I said, shoot us emails if y'all got any topics, requests, or anything that y'all want to chat with us about, any previous episodes, Logic vs. Emotion pod at gmail.com. Or, yep. Yeah. All right. So that is the oh end of the show. I'm going to play yeah. us out. Oh Hopefully we don't get kicked out. Bruh, don't get us no copyright strikes, bro. Just play. Just play. No, <laughs> don't do it. Why not? Don't do it. Just say your outro, bro. I can't. I can't play. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, hey. hey y'all. Y'all going to be hearing this Saturday. I hope y'all rocking at that new Drizzy Drake. Hey! Oh, yes. 25 tracks. <laughs> 25 tracks. I was just going to play Kendrick Lamar. We going to be all right. Because we going to be all right. Nigga, we going to be all right. Hey. But, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Drake's coming out, 25 tracks. One side is R&B and one side is rapping. You got Jay-Z featured, Michael Jackson featured, and Ty Dolla Sign featured. Michael Jackson, rest in peace, R.I.P., rest in peace, XXX, Tentace. 
Tentacion. Tentacion. Rest in peace, Joe Jackson. Rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Rest in peace, Prince. All right, they, they've been there for a while. They, they've been resting. I know, but I want them to rest more. All right, we out this piece, y'all. All right, y'all have a good weekend. Holla. Peace. <laughs>